When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, this is Adam, the co-host of the podcast you're about to listen to. Just a heads up, we have switched our subscription service from ConnectPal to Patreon. If you've tried ConnectPal in the past and weren't happy with it, we totally understand. That's one of the reasons we switched. You can still get every episode of our podcast completely ad-free for just $5 a month on a platform that works on all of your podcast apps and phones and various gadgets. So head to patreon.com slash unpops, see what kind of stuff we have to offer. There's all kinds of good things. And uh, thanks. Enjoy the show. El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. Hey! Welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I used to write a bunch of weekly columns for a bunch of internet places, and I would use those columns to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. Then, I'd come on this show to defend those opinions. But now I don't really do any of that shit, I just do the show. Joining me today, he is the architect and founder of the Fastball at Chets campaign. He's also my co-host on the Least Anticipated Podcast of the Week, so I reckon you're already plenty familiar with him. We're always happy to have him on the weekly show. Ladies and gentlemen, Chet Wild. Also joining me, he is the co-frontman of the Austin, Texas-based rock group Fastball. This marks the second time someone from Fastball has been on the show. Maybe we'll get that drummer who never talks on the third one. Ladies and gentlemen, we're so excited to have him here, Tony Scalzo. It's going to be a great show. So hey, welcome to Unpopular Opinion, everybody. Welcome Hello. to Unpopular How's Opinion. How's it going? Hey. Hey. This I, was supposed to be a very special episode. Still is a very and special now it's episode. A specialer episode. It's just the three of us. Usually there's some other person for Jeff and I to bounce off of. Nope. Just just me and Jeff today and you. Well, I'm here. And the ref. I'm I'm But here. I mean there's not like a danger or somebody or Dunkelman sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah Being a, like, just wake me up whenever you guys are <laughs> There's no one literally looking at their phone. It's just just the the tripod just here. The, That's what I'm calling it. Just the trio. Right, the Unpops tripod. That this is? Okay. We were we were supposed to do an episode with Tony Scalzo from Fastball. Yep. But it's gonna be a special day two hundred of Fastball Chets is coming up or has happened by the time this comes out. But yeah. uh their flight was delayed. They're flying to New York and uh doing Howard Stern and some other stuff. They're driving. <laughs> their flight Legitimately, was delayed. their flight was do- like I got an email this morning from their pledge campaign being like, Oh, our flight's delayed, so we're doing whatever social media stuff. I'm like, Oh no, that's not gonna be good for the podcast. And what are they doing in New York? A bunch of press. Oh. Oh. Well and Howard like a, Stern, obviously. That's part of the press. Yeah. Uh, but oh, Jeff yeah. Jeff was gonna be here for the fastball interview. That would have been exciting. I'll be Howard Stern to them. Mm. Yeah. I'd be like, show us your breasts. <laughs> what do you got there? Well look at your ass. 
Look at your ass. You a model? What are you guys, just make an album or something? <laughs> I had an album, Private Parts. I feel like Jeff, Jeff knows there's only two ways he can get invited to Fastball at Chats. Do you guys remember the two ways? I do, I do not remember By the, way, the two ways. Invited is a very asterisky word. Welcome to <laughs> this situation. One uh, is... Hit it, Brett. You know, the hardest part of the show for me is the first few minutes. We'll never know. Because I spend all that time asking everyone else what's going on in their life when all I really want to do is talk about what I've been up to since last week. That's why we call this segment This Week in Me. It's about to get really intense. This Week in Me. Let's talk about why we're doing that. Edit that <laughs> we can't because there's music going. Let's talk about us. how refreshing it is that I didn't get cut off this time. Fade it out. I know, right? Yeah. It's so it's so comf- I'm I'm just comfortable with everyone here. I can yeah. Cut can off. you cut Jeff off at some point with the red button? There's a lot. Well, of red here's stuff. what here's what you have to understand about samplers. I know you're very anti samplers and things of the nature because you play an actual instrument but this is one i don't have that that sound keyed up on this drum kit i would have to do a bunch of maneuvering can you get a, a trumpet or maybe a, <laughs> a trombone to play <laughs> there was a song written that's relevant to both me and jeff that we haven't podcasted since uh it came out oh like, that oh yeah we I do feel like need that's to... worth worth addressing well can we at least tell the people what we're talking about sure we're talking about the history, not just of fastball at Chet's. No. But uh, of... of what face did you make when we were like, not of fastball at Chet's? Stop trying to hijack everything. With your, I, with don't your, make me review the text to which Adam sent me, which brought me here today. To be like, yeah, that's great. I'll fuck work. I'll, I'll oh, go. is that that? Oh, man, you got, you got sold a, a bill of goods, pal. Oh, well, we're going to talk about the history of fastball at Chet's, but we're going to talk about a, a bunch of the... The weird... It's the inside... Inside jokes. Inside, it's NBA Inside Edition. Yes. Unpops Edition. Yeah. Because we, we've got a lot of subscription shows under our belts now, and not everyone that listens to this podcast listens to the subscription shows. The numbers show it. Yeah. I know. And uh, if the, it, we, we hope everyone switches over at some point and listens yeah. to everything because it's all great. And when you do, goddamn, are you going to need an episode like this yeah. to let you know what we're talking about essentially an appendix of all episodes yes yeah of, of most things right yeah and uh fastball at chats is definitely one of them that yep. is a dominant force in the social media campaign <laughs> zach yates has been going back and forth with some wikipedia editor that keeps taking it off fastball's wikipedia page and it's oh. just because they called it an irrelevant part of the band's history i didn't like that oh so he's doubling down on wiki that is not cool at all. No. I feel like it's a very relevant part of the band's history. I'm almost going to ban that guy. I just have to confirm he's not part of fastball management before I do so. I yeah, that that makes perfect sense. Yeah, lots of other things like Warhorse. Uh, you guys are going to explain that to me again. Talk about Warhorse. Uh, probably the cunt dinner. We're going to talk about that. Oh, I missed. <laughs> That's it. Where is it? I oh, should have brought up the other. <laughs> There it is. The cunt Tom drum, apparently. <laughs> I'm still yeah, getting used shot. to this thing. We have that, too. <laughs> Five shots couldn't drop me. I took it and smiled. Perhaps we'll get into the history of uh, Jeff and uh, the animosity between Jeff and I? Maybe. is Oh, is there and animosity Carrie? between... I, 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 don't, I, don't know. That... I don't know if we could explain the animosity 
between you and Carrie. I made a joke the other day where I think she's just mad because I've had more sex in her bedroom than she has. <laughs> that could very well be. I could see how that worked. Up, huh? No, huh? I'm not. I don't support oh, you. Oh, that's that, was that was pretty, not me. Pretty sweet high five you just gave uh, Jeff there, Chet. Yeah, it's no, Jeff. that's Thank the you, thing that Jeff, the awesome high five. <laughs> that's not. I mean, there's happened. what there's. There's the rookie cards. There's uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, Monday show stuff. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of in there's a lot of inside stuff. Various theme songs that may or may not be tied to fastball chats. Well, I'm there's I'm, Adam's I'm, bat that I'm he got trying, off of Etsy. Listen, the history of us all coming together and how we came across ATV's path and and joined this podcast. All of those things. It's a lot to unpack. We're it not really going to get is. to all of it. <clears throat> well, we're, I mean, we'll have to do more than one episode like this. So Jeff and I have very few things in common. One of them is, as we recently learned, our hate of Incubus. You uh, burying the lead already, or are you spoilersing it? What's going on? That, do we open with this, or do we end with that? Yeah, do, we, op- do we open with the animosity? Uh, you just opened the... Link, so I thought that's what we were doing. I just thought you were going too early on the setup. I thought we let it go through. (laughs) Fine, Jeff. The people will wait for us. I mean, I just thought. Chet Wild, when did Fastball at Chet start for you? Well, well, wait. First, tell tell people what Fastball at Chet's is. Fastball at Chet's. Besides. Hashtag Fastball at Your lifestyle. Is the social media. Is my lifestyle. uh, A lifestyle brand. And uh, the social media campaign. uh, The daily campaign. uh, Which I will not stop tweeting at fastball and doing other uh, related <sighs> social media things <laughs> until the band agrees to play a concert in my living room. I don't know why I haven't muted you on Twitter yet. You threatened really to, but you haven't. Uh. You can mute keywords. If you I'll you mute fastball <laughs> and I'll mute cats and it'll be a much I more don't enjoyable tweet about the cats all the time. I write awesome jokes on Twitter. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> this is already so much fun. Uh, how did it? How did it get to this? I thought you were telling people what yeah. fastball at Chet's well, is. Well, uh, we immediately segued into Jeff's animosity, which is why I wanted to get into it up front. So it started <laughs> before even this podcast. It started at a Christmas party two years ago, in which uh, Pandora was playing on the background of my house. A fastball song came on, and somebody said, "Fastball." They only had that one song. I'm like, "No, no, no they had like more than one song." I'm like, no, they didn't. <laughs> Just the way. And I'm like, "No, they had." No, they had the other one. Yeah, there it is. Plus, if you're an ocean, fire escape, nope. there's a lot of good songs. <laughs> They're all routinely this, played in grocery stores, th- Jeff. This, uh, Are this all episode, routinely played? This episode you're is, an ocean is, I've definitely heard in multiple grocery stores. This episode is going to devolve into basically someone reading the backs of a CD by Fastball. <laughs> like, well, there's track three, which is you're an ocean. Oh, gotcha. Followed by track four, we are Fastball. I don't know what Hey, this you knew one is. of the songs. You <laughs> we are Fastball. Said, yeah, we are Fastball. Uh, so so that made me dig a little deeper into fastball. I mean, I remember the hits when I was a kid, multiple. Uh, I was in eighth grade when I just <laughs> fuck you. What? Who is technically multiple? I was just giving Jeff the peace sign. So uh, I started digging deeper into their catalog and just uh, becoming more of a fan of their music. And then after the podcast moved to your apartment, uh, I believe at the time, was it Tom and Alex were both co-hosting? Uh, no, just Tom was co-hosting. Tom and then Alex the and I were both guests, or maybe Alex wasn't there. It was just me. I think it was just you and okay. Tom. And for whatever reason, I kept working fastball into conversation. Boy, did you! <laughs> and, and you've the never amount of stopped. Hate for it made me want to do it more. And then I think we had another podcast with Alex, and I worked it more in. And then 
And then those changes happened, and I became the uh, regular co-host. And then uh, I was talking to you about how I wanted to do more with it. And then one day, just kind of had a manic, manic moment and fired off like an eight-part tweet about how great fastball is and they're underappreciated. And I'm going to bring them to the masses, and I'm not going to stop until they play my living room. <laughs> wow. And ever since, it's been a campaign to get fastball to play in Chet's living room. Not just on Chet's part. It's been a concerted effort. Yeah, and there's there's by a lot of a lot of the network. Yeah, and and it's become a thing where it. I think Jeff will actually not shit on this. Uh, for a number of people, it's truly been a thing that they look forward to on a daily basis. Uh, people that have various mental health issues, such as myself, they're like, "Oh, this has been a great outlet." I like, not I like how me. you underlined that it's the people with mental no. health issues that look forward I'm, to fastball. <laughs> I meant like people reach out. They're like, yeah, I have a lot of anxiety, whatever. Uh, and this your low-key stalking good, of a band has really has made me feel normal. This has been a very outlet. A lot of people thank me for reintroducing the music. I mean, the first week, it, yeah, it got Yeah, are you just bigger. normalizing stalking? For the a... first week, it got... First off, they reach out to me more than I reach out to them. It's not... <laughs> it's oh, not here it comes. Let's see some receipts. That's on the... That, the, the first time... Um, their management reached out to me. It was because uh, somebody asked if I would play their living room. I gave them Nat Goldberg's Twitter info, who's not who's a comedy manager, yes. but not my manager. And I'm like, contact my manager. And they wrote her like a long letter, and she sent me a text with a screenshot of it. It was just like, fuck you. And then I, I posted that as my update of the day. I was like, oh, man, I hope Fastball's management likes living room concerts better than mine. At which point, within 10 minutes, Fastball's manager replied to me as like, hey, email me. <laughs> and it turns out I looked at his Twitter he was following me before he was following the band, and he, he'd been following it for like two months <laughs> that at this sense, point. Makes sense, actually. And uh, we, de- God damn it! <laughs> so we developed a relationship. But someone in, probably in assigned the first that week, to him. In the first week, I went to a Ben Folds concert, and a piece of paper I wrote uh, cover request. Fastballs out of my head. I'll explain it on Twitter chat. Flew it up in an air- paper airplane. Threw it on stage during the concert. He picked it up, and he's like, "I don't know that song, but I'm gonna write a song about this." And Normally, we'd have an audio cue clip, but there's too many media options to pull from. Too, way too uh, many. I wrote a sketch at Top Story Weekly uh, that had Tony Scalzo the first week, so there was, it, it was exciting right away. Norm MacDonald's gotten on board. Uh, who else? Mike Gatto. Yeah. We got our, our local uh, state assemblyman on board. I, I saw you got the uh, some of the guys from Portugal, the man. You held them at whatever point it was. That, that was Adam generously uh, saying, hey, I want to help before he was burned out on the campaign. <laughs> That's like week three. Week two or yeah. three. You weren't burned out by week, week three? S- simpler times. <laughs> simpler times. It, uh, we went to the, uh, where was that? Was that, that show was in Pomona, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, it's out of town for that one. Yeah, Shawana. Zach uh, Carruthers did a, a pro fastball at Chet's video that went up on instagram if you go to chet's instagram you can find pretty much a documented history of all the things we'll talk about today except warhorse yeah yeah and i'm I'm trying to keep it short but in in no order (laughs) no there's some really cool things that have happened like uh the women's march a bunch of people a bunch of people had fastball chet signs the women's march that's uh (laughs) fucking phenomenal no that's not phenomenal it's bad now why women why would you want to why would you want to co-opt the point of a women's march with your living room concert because it's for everybody john (laughs) (laughs) why would this is why you're not allowed inside. I'm just saying, I feel like that's a little... Uh, Zach Yates has taken it upon himself to routinely build a Wikipedia entry, which always uh, makes me happy. Uh, how, how did Jeff get banned? Tell tell people that. 
It was, and, and by um, the way, you can hear all of this on the least anticipated podcast of the week on iTunes. Yeah. You get uh, one episode every other week, or you can subscribe on Patreon and get right. them all. If yeah. I remember correctly, I believe it was the least anticipated podcast, which we were recording where him and Raquel were were outside of the podcast. Yes. And somehow Jeff's name came up, and he's like, oh, I guess I get to hijack the podcast now. No, somebody That's said something about me. for it. And then I was invited onto the podcast. <laughs> I don't recall it being that way. And uh, Jeff said several less than kind things about fastball, um, at which point... That like what? Would, like what were some I don't want... Said. I'm not going to repeat those things. I'm not going to give you the satisfaction. You think you're going to go to fastball with? hell if you say them out loud? <laughs> yeah. Like, Jeff, what do you think they were? <laughs> Jeez, I, I mean, I don't know. You'd have to be very creative to figure out some of the things I would have said. Okay, go on, Chet. We're sorry. So uh, that was a significant thing. Well, <laughs> I have fastball at Chet's uh, cufflinks that some company from the UK <laughs> Jeff hates that. Is... <laughs> Jeff really hates that one. When are you wearing cufflinks, Chet? I don't know. When I go on business meetings at Applebee's to secure their funding for the concert. Yeah, Applebee's is very much on board with fastball at Yeah, even when I don't initiate the tweets, sometimes they're just like, We're going to get some jalapeno paparitos. Yeah, they came up with some clever fastball pun names. They'll be the caterers of uh, fastball chats. Yeah. I wonder if that's someone... That's very fitting. They must just have a fastball fan working their social media. Yeah. Or maybe... Or one of the guys uh, from fastball. They had somebody... (laughs) God damn it, Chuck. Maybe it was just somebody that worked on social media, and because of fastball chats, they became a fan. It could be. That's what's happening more. You never know. Uh, multiple songs have been written. I don't like Ben Folds, but... Uh, uh, Did you say, I don't like Ben Folds? Not only Ben Folds wrote a oh. song, but uh, Andrew... Uh, Hillary. Okay, is that... Uh, I yes. shouldn't know this. I remember... Yes, I it should, should be know you that you knows. No, no, I go by like Twitter handles. Where I'm like, Andrew, you what? I think it's um, uh, Hillary. Andrew no, Hillary. He wrote a song. Troy wrote a song that we'll get to eventually. Adam and I have improvised uh, several lyrics related to the band of Jeff over the song on many episodes. I feel like we just sing the lyrics, like the, the actual lyrics. Nope. You do most of the improvising. I'm trying to find both of the, both of the fastball songs. Because one of them I'm really excited about. I can't wait to get it get it in this here, uh, the soundboard. The last part of it, anyway. But uh, uh, Here's a little fastball chats thing that none of you know. I've never tweeted about it or shared. But for Christmas, my mom, apparently who follows me on Twitter and just knows better than to engage, because I would not be happy with that. She doesn't really understand what fastball chats is. She just knows I want the band at my house. So she went on eBay. And paid for a VIP fastball pass from somebody from some concert in like 1999, and paid way too much money, and sent it to me on Christmas, legitimately thinking it would help. So, so now you get to go to their living room, yeah, because you have so. that pass. I've offered to exchange three stand-up living room concerts at each of their houses in exchange for one. Wow, that seems concert. fair. That's, yeah, yeah. Why not? Yeah, I was going to say something really funny and mean, and I decided not to because I'm a good person. Jeff, oh, I, why? Why would you say something? You could come open for me. No, you should have said the mean thing. You want me to open for you? Oh. (laughs) That's adorable. Well, you can headline at Fastball's house. I don't think you'd like... Shots fired. Oh. so Wait, uh, your mom follows you on Twitter? I don't think she follows me on Twitter. I think she just goes to my website and sees where the Twitter is embedded and then keeps up to date with my life through that. And you wouldn't want her to interact? No. I love when my mother interacts. Does she actually do that? On Facebook. She yeah. does, yeah. 
I'll often go on and, and tell her Jeff is trash. My mother is a lovely woman with a trash son. Yeah. yeah. You, specifically. No. no. Yeah. Yes. Shout out to Paul May. Paul. Shout out to Paul. He's great. So should we listen to a couple fastball at Chet songs before we let's do it. Before we get to talking about how Warhorse came to be a thing. Sure. Which let's jet. Let's Let's jet. The parody of Rampart Street. By by what band? Yeah, funny every time. So that that was yeah. uh, Andrew Hillary. Good. You know what it sounded like? Is it sounds like the opening theme song to a Japanese cartoon that was ported over to America? <laughs> like the way that's what Rampart Street sounds like, I guess okay. as well. Nobody like it, like one of those like Astro Boy or Gigantor or anything like yeah. that. Yeah, you remember that, right? Not not really. Like that big push of like Japanese cartoons in like the seventies and eighties, where clearly they were like. Yeah, I didn't really watch any of that, I guess. Should we listen? Let's listen to the other one. This one is my my favorite. This one's great. This one, for one thing, it's a far more recognizable fastball song. And it's by uh, one of our our favorites. One of our fans, Troy Nababan. Troy, from Australia, who has come to our shows in L.A. Yes. And who also... We got very high with him. At a show in Australia, took a video from stage of like 100 people at a bar getting the chant fastball checks. Yeah. So let's listen... Let's listen to this. You might recognize this as Fastball's hit. One of them. <laughs> and the, the, the basis for this is that we talked bad about Incubus. So this is kind yep. of like a uniting moment because yeah. no one in this room likes Incubus. Fuck them. Also really well done. Yeah, it is. It, it really is. Troy's a great musician. It, it takes an interesting turn. I'm sorry, Troy, but stop liking Incubus. Yeah. Because <laughs> he likes me. Here we go. Let's hear some incubus. Did he say this is an incubus song? <laughs> yeah. Sings fastball at Chet as an incubus song. <laughs> as an incubus song. That's beautiful. That's the best an incubus song has ever heard. <laughs> Uh, he said his only Sound. regret was not ruining or not rhyming Jeff May with the way and ruins your day. So, oh, sure, sure, but yeah, easy probably. oversight, solid effort. Yeah, enjoy the first two thirds very much. Oh, yeah, really good. Yeah, I thought it was great too. I like. I should be. He should be more. He should be famous. It's good voice on him. Yeah. Well, he's from Australia, mate. We know a lot of people that should be famous. Hello, us. Yeah. I've got me an knife. <laughs> I play me guitar with it. 
We we should be fa- you should be famous for those voices, especially Hello Gabbana. Especially the Is Australian it where I'm from one. it is? <laughs> crikey. Oh crikey. Now you do one. No, do your best I don't, Australian I don't do accent. impressions. Why not? Do an impression. I do one impression. Do it. What is it? I'm not not gonna hurt your feelings. It's actually Jeff. Miles uh, from uh, <laughs> Oh yeah, we had Miles on the podcast. We didn't even talk yeah, about that. Yeah, you forgot about Clearly that. he wasn't important enough for you to talk about. All right. It was yeah. uh, very you do it, you do it, dramatic. Jeff. Many people said it was the best episode they've ever heard on this network. Uh nobody has said that. Many people have said that. <laughs> Uh, I'm not saying it is. I'm just saying many people. You have do said a that. Jeff May impression. I, hmm. I would like to hear it in a little bit. No, I want to hear. No, it right let's now. work hear our it. way up to it. No, I feel like we should hear it right no, now. No, you've heard mine. I'm really trying to be kind to Jeff today. I'm not going to take your. Do, I've no, done because that just justifies you being even shittier. I've already done my impression of you on this. You don't get to be on the high ground. I've yeah. listened to your podcasts. You are never <laughs> on the high ground. <laughs> totally on the high ground right now. No, you. You this are is not. so fun. That would be like that would be like at the Nuremberg trials being like, well, I'm not committing a crime now. It's like, yeah, well, you did all the stuff before that got you here. I'd have to hear evidence. <laughs> Jeff's getting frustrated well, over so there. I just don't feel like now is really the time to do it. Very hurtful. It hurts. It hurts. It's all right. Just more people that are going to side with fastball chats. <laughs> I feel like you got your max numbers. Yeah. I feel like you guys maxed out. Oh my god, grow. Is it, is this a competition now? I'm going to donate whatever, how much money it was. I'm going to do a Kickstarter, donate the money to get them to play my living room. <laughs> and then when they get there, I'll be like, you guys don't have to play. They're not. Oh, we raised $500 for ACLU through Fastball Chats when I said I like Paramore and somebody mailed me 72 copies of the Paramore Blu-ray. Yeah. How many of those do we have left? Uh, I still got to mail them because Vanessa's the last one that hasn't signed. Oh. So that's been going on for two months. Hey, just a heads up, at some point in between when we recorded this and when it was supposed to go out, we did actually talk to Tony Scalzo from Fastball. So we're about to play you that interview and a little bit of the banter before and after. And then we'll get back to the rest of this podcast, in case you were wondering why it's 90 minutes long. Thanks. We love you. Chat. God damn it. We're about to talk to Tony Scalzo. But we're talking from the future, and I know how this goes. I I feel like it's going to go really well. I can't believe how much tied to the show came up organically that I purposely wasn't going to talk about. Yeah, it was. It, it's pretty great. There's so many show bits that worked <laughs> their way in that we could have asked. Maybe he's secretly a big fan of the show yeah. and real clever. He got attacked by Warhorse at the end. <laughs> Man, dreams do come true. So uh, here we go. We're we're about to. This is a. Uh, I'll, I'll have to put like some kind of dream sequence music. Yeah. In in the middle, or like Wayne and Garth. Like, yeah. Because then, this is getting dropped right in the middle of a podcast we already recorded. And then he needs to go back and listen to the beginning of this podcast because he clearly doesn't know what the fuck. <laughs> I'm doing every day. He's appreciative of it, but not aware. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, it's it's fine. So uh, let's get to the interview, chat. Yeah! Okay. Hello? Hey, is this Tony? Yeah. Hey, Tony, it's Chet Wild here, and I got uh, Adam with me as well. Thank you so much for uh, making time to speak with us. I know you got to be... Uh, you got to be exhausted right now. It seems like you guys have been doing nonstop PR for a good two weeks now. I'm doing okay. 
are you guys on the road? You're up in Portland now, right? Correct. So this is the big the big tour kickoff. Correct. Tomorrow's the first gig. All right. Today just... is our first. Uh, tonight we're doing a little record store in store. Is that just in Portland? Is that just you and Miles, or is that Joey full setup? It is. Cool. Yeah, because a lot of people have been asking me. I don't know if you get asked this at all. Does Joey talk? No. Okay, so he is a he is a mute drummer. That's what we're wondering. Correct. That's kind. <laughs> I'm a drummer myself, so I don't know how to feel about that. Oh well, you're an anomaly, I think. Yeah, most drummers are pretty. There's very few. Like Phil Collins is the notable exception, but I already talked about him with Miles, and yeah. I know he wasn't a, necessarily a huge fan of that. Drummers like to hit things. That is. <laughs> that is true. Especially uh, Tommy Lee, am I right? Yeah. Oh, too oh, soon. Domestic violence joke, everybody. Oh man. <laughs> so this is this is really exciting for me. I'm obviously a big fan, and and you know, uh, I've been doing all my social media stuff to support you guys and and get your attention. Uh, but it's really just a thrill. Yeah, for me. we appreciate it. Oh yeah. We were always <laughs> wondering. I'm like, I wonder if they're constantly annoyed by their phones blowing up. But uh, hopefully. Uh, you're getting some new fans out of it, and I know I've talked to Peter a bit, your guys' manager, and him and I seem to have a good relationship. So uh, uh, I've I've had a lot of fun with it. I don't even know, like, do you actively uh, keep on top of that stuff, or you're just kind of off in your own world? And Miles handles all the social media. Um, I'm not too. I'm kind of Facebooky. That's about it, really. Yeah, you shouldn't um, have told me that. Now I know Facebook is where I should be <laughs> promoting this. Yeah, I'm like, uh, you know. I'm a cinquagenarian, so Facebook's my deal. Gotcha. Um, I had I had to do a hand sign to tell everyone what that meant. <laughs> Adam is the smart one. <laughs> Remember, I'm the drummer, so that also means I'm dumb. So are you asking me something? No, that was just a rhetorical <laughs> statement. Uh, <laughs> uh, so tell us about... The, I don't want to repeat every question you've gotten from every other press junket, but uh, tell us a little about the new, I, the new album... And uh, how you feel about getting back out on the road after some time off with fastball? And uh, what I guess what are you particularly most excited about with the band coming back right now? Oh, just uh, getting real good, tightening up, and you know we get to play um, kind of short sets, so there's not a lot of production work. We just basically get out there and play our best material and. After two or three shows, it's, you know, it can't help but get, you know, really tight and really good. So that's really, for me, the fun thing, I guess. Um, I'm, you know, hanging out with uh, other bands. And uh, albeit, you know, it, it probably is going to get a little bit, um, you know, every night it's the same sort of thing, Groundhog Day kind of thing. Yeah. But we'll see, you know. I don't know what it's going to what it's going to pan out to look like. And I do know that, um, you know, we were fortunate enough to be able to do a bunch of warm-up gigs last couple of weeks. So things are really shaping up musically. We got a great new bass player named Bobby Daniel, and uh, he's proven to be a really great asset. And so I don't, th- I don't have any real uh, apprehensions about things. I think it's going to be good. Yeah, I caught the live stream, and you guys looked uh, you looked and sounded great. Uh, now, are, I heard that you're also uh, sitting in on keys with Everclear for the tour. Is that is that correct? Um, yeah, I'm going to try. We haven't 
started the tour. So, <laughs> I mean, the, the most I've done with them is, uh, is do a lot of uh, emailing with art and finding I'm playing basically songs on the record so much for the afterglow when they do like it's like one third of their set really it's like the whole album in its entirety oh wow and so i'm filling in a lot lot of the backing vocals and keyboards but it's a lot of stuff and you know getting ready for the tour for my band and doing this stuff with them it's kind of racking my brain um making me a little nervous like making it so that the fastball stuff for me is like uh you know the fun part and then doing the Everclear stuff is like the challenging part. I just don't want to come up and look like a total hack. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but um, I mean, I think that's typical of anybody in the arts. Whenever you're doing something new, you're like, oh, I hope I don't fuck this up. Uh, but I'm sure it's going to yeah. be great. They still wanted me after a rehearsal yesterday. I was in L.A. for about five hours yesterday. I can't believe you didn't tell me we could have gotten lunch. No, we couldn't have. <laughs> that would have been impossible. <laughs> I mean, I literally showed up. From LAX, I got a car to Pasadena, played the rehearsal, talked for a little while. Then I got back in a car down to LAX and then got here. Um, and I didn't get here till like 1 a.m. because there was a big flight delay at LAX. I bet. It's Chad. a wreck right now. We got yeah, I, I got flew to San Francisco Thursday and I flew back Sunday and both were an hour flight and both were delayed by three hours. It was kind of obnoxious. Yeah, I, ridiculous. I feel like that, Chet would have flown with you. Yeah, yeah well, and I was beat, so I was about to lose it. I think it was – actually, the respite for me was the Spurs-Rockets game that Spurs won in overtime. And as soon as that buzz died off and then died down and then they're, like, announcing more delays, more delays, I, oh God, I almost felt like crying. That is so <laughs> – it was just so lame and so depressing. Well, because I, you know, I've been up since four o'clock Austin time, and I didn't get to bed till one thirty Portland time. Yeah, I mean, so you're getting right in the thick of it. So that they're they're putting full court press, so to speak, on you right away. Um, nice basketball yeah, reference. I see, yeah, I, I snuck True. in a basketball <laughs> reference there. Now, so on the tour, bad. can professional here, you? Can we uh, can we expect the same fastball set every night, or if I'm if myself or other people are catching multiple no, shows, are you guys mixing it up? Um, it's hard to say. We want to try and mix it up for sure. I mean, we have enough material, without a doubt. But uh, so um, three songs I wanted to ask about if I expect to hear them on the tour. I, I assume Rampart Street's going to be in the mix. Um, it might be. That's it. Might be. Hopefully for LA at least. because you got to remember we're only doing about a forty minute set, so. Sure. Rampart's um, two minutes. Gotta... That's why I feel like it's 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 a short and sweet. It's the most efficient pop song I've ever heard. And I mean that 100% sincerely. I'm glad you like it. Well, we have a bunch of others. Yeah. And uh, I like that song, too. Like, the deeper cuts that um, I'm hoping for are Rampart Street, I Get High, and Wind Me Up, which I don't know if you guys typically play those live. Neither. None of those. I've requested all the songs. You won't hear, but those songs are like more layered too. So I imagine there, there is a trio or even a four piece, uh, a little, a little more complex to pull off. Mm, it's just that I don't really like playing. I get high. People misunderstand it. I think, and it's just, uh, it's kind of a, kind of a, I don't know. It's kind of soft, and I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. I the- guess it's a little <laughs> too derivative R and B kind of. Well, that begs the question. So I'm into it right now. I'm, 
The other one's okay too, but uh, it's not. It's nothing we've ever worked up. Wind Me Up has never really been worked up by the band, and it's not one of our favorite songs. I'm glad you like it, but you know we're also focusing on the new album, and then we have to bust out, you know, songs that everybody knows. So it makes... this isn't really the tour for the uh, deep cut fastball fan. <laughs> I love the idea of the the living room concert happening, but you playing none of the songs Chet wants yeah. to hear. The living just show up and play Beatles covers. Yeah, I just assume you're saving all the deep cuts for my house when that happened. And they did do a Beatles cover on Howard Stern last week, so... Oh, nice. Uh, uh, yeah, that's fascinating. Well, just so you know, Tony, the name of this podcast is Unpopular Opinion, so it would make sense that I'm listing all the songs that everyone's like, eh, we're over those. <laughs> so what is the misunderstanding uh, you know, of... I hate to have... I... Oh, go ahead, sorry. I hate to have that attitude. I don't really have that attitude. It's just that, you know... It's a it's a committee. It's a democracy, and you know, uh, so I don't have to take all the blame for not being, not having the songs in the set. Yeah, I'm going to blame um, Joey and demand that he defend his decisions. Well, he's a mute, so he has to like gesticulate pretty actively for us <laughs> to understand what he's trying to communicate. He can communicate through Morse code on the snare. Morse code on the snare. I was yeah. going to say that. You <laughs> so back to back to I get high. Then and you said people misinterpret it. Can what is the? We're not going to hear it on the tour, but maybe you could enlighten me. What is the meaning behind that song then? And how is it misinterpreted? And I'm asking well, as somebody that that's it, one of my it. favorite songs, and I've never smoked pot. Believe it or not. Well, it's not about pot, is it? It's about alcohol, but. Okay. Uh, it's uh, not really, uh, I don't really have a meaning to it. Not, that's how it can be misinterpreted. The fact that people think there's a meaning. <laughs> um, it's just a, bunch of, just a bunch of words, and they were written very quickly. Well, you Miles may or may not like have been. Because you know, uh, the whole idea of like living down by the railroad tracks and stuff like that is kind of silly. Well, I like the song regardless of your indifference towards it. Um, this is I'm going glad. so well. No, this I'm is so going happy exactly. I'm like, I'm like, uh, it's there's no way I don't make it awkward. I'm gonna. I my goal is to have the most awkward fastball interview of their press junket. I, I mean, obviously, you guys are excited about the new record. I'm excited about the new record. Are there songs to you that stand out that you're really proud of, or, or you feel like this is kind of a new direction for the band, and I can't wait to to play this out live? Like for me, "Best Friend" and "Just Another Dream" are two fucking songs. Because I'm requesting them, you probably won't be playing live, but I'm very excited about those as well as Tanzania. "Just Another, another Dream" is part of the thing. It's part of the set for sure. Um, Best friend, we haven't really worked up yet, but it could be a candidate for um, a few shows. Um, it's got a lot of loops and things in it. It's how it kind of was constructed. It was constructed using Pro Tools as a sort of songwriting tool. Yeah, um, I, by I, like layering different um, beats and bass lines and loops and drum stuff, and, and then adding a sort of vocal thing on top of it. Yeah, plus you guys had some, it sounded like synth on it. I'm not a music expert by any means, but but that was a, a nice layer as well. Yeah. Well. Um, what can I say? I don't know. I, I I will refrain from asking any more song questions because you're like, yeah, I just put words on a on a thing and they're good. What do you want from me? 
<laughs> but to me, I'm assigning deep meaning to all of them, uh, and I will elaborate on that at a later date. Adam, I'll throw it to you. Give me a break from making this awkward. I'll make it more awkward. How long did it take before the fastball at Chet's thing didn't feel weird? Or does it still feel weird? It's definitely a... It unique... doesn't feel weird at all. It just feels like, uh, you know, a thing that's going to have to be worked out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if we want to do it. You know, it's not weird. We got a lot of stuff going on, especially right now. Yeah. We're not going to even be available physically for, you know, quite quite some time. Yeah, I know. So and and I, put, I mean, I it's put... not about... I mean, we do stuff like that, and we don't really... We're not too intimidated by, uh, by uh, you know unorthodox requests <laughs> to do lots of stuff. And yeah, and I'm not going to put uh, you on the know, spot either. Just... Like, Peter has been real good. Well, Peter and I will work it out, and it's going to be a fucking phenomenal concert, and I can't wait to hear all the deep cuts. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, the I boys think... just rolled up. All the boys just rolled up from their flight from Austin. They're Does... rolling up in a green taxi here at the motel. <laughs> oh, nice. Does that mean we get to talk to them, or does that mean you need to bounce momentarily? <laughs> I'm just, it's incidental. They're just here now to see them wrestling with their bags. Yeah, tell Joey to wave at they the phone. They look tired. <laughs> you got, I mean, it's first day of the they tour. Hopefully tired. you guys can, can rest up. Now, do you, there are a couple people, there are like three different Fastball at Chet songs that have been written. I don't know if you've heard all of them or any of them. Did you at least see the Ben Fold song that he wrote? Uh-uh. Okay. Ben, I haven't seen any of them. All right, I'm going to email them to you. Feel free to delete them. I will not take advantage of your email, but I'll just send you one email where Ben Folds wrote a song about all of this. I don't know if Miles ever told you that. Um, and that's kind of the... Um, you may have. Yeah, so that was... I threw ben a... Folds wrote a, wrote a song about us? I went to a Ben Folds concert, and on a sheet of paper, I wrote cover request, fastballs out of my head. I'll explain it on Twitter, Chet. And I folded it up into a paper airplane, and I threw it on stage at Ben in the middle of the concert. And he picked it up, and he said, I don't know how to play that song, but I'll write a song about this note. And then he wrote, fastballs out of my head, I'll explain it on Twitter chat, and got 1,200 people to sing along. What, what song was it that you requested? Out of my head. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's weird. <laughs> it's a pretty surreal thing to see. That there, there are genuinely pretty much the entire uh, theater is singing along to the note that Chet wrote about wanting Ben Folds to play a fastball song. Yeah. Pretty fantastic. My fastball requests are not limited to fastball concerts. I will go to other concerts. Uh, our friends Portugal the Man yeah, are on board. Uh, Norm MacDonald is on board. So I'm just, I'm just filling you briefly on the history. I want you to know there's a lot of supporters behind this movement as a whole. And I hope it goes for a thousand days. I just like talking fastball every day. <laughs> So there's no rush. We actually, somebody mailed me. I don't know if you remember this. Uh, we got this in the mail today. Somebody mailed me a the harsh light of day, like a hotel door guard and like a three-foot poster for the promo. And it's like, I don't even know how somebody would get this. This is 17 years ago. But uh, I have, a, is it called a door? Door stuff? hanger, like door a do hanger. not disturb thing, basically. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, they made all kinds of stuff that's silly and... yeah. You know, junky. And my mom spent... There was, a, there was this weird, uh, like, a snow globe type thing that had blue liquid in it for your an ocean. And <laughs> I thought that was 
Like, what is that? A paperweight or a weapon of some kind? I don't, I'm not uh, sure. I mean, it was they, lots of weird things like that. My mom, for Christmas, without me asking, like, she just casually looks at my Twitter um, and doesn't necessarily know yeah. what fastball Chet says. And she spent $85 on eBay to get a fastball, uh, a fastball VIP concert pass from, like, 1999 and gave it to me for Christmas, oh, genuinely yeah. thinking that that will somehow get me backstage. So I'm going to try in L.A. I feel like it's not going to work, but I'm going to put it to the test. Well, good luck. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I don't want to chat you off all day. I know you got a lot of things going on. Adam, do you have any final questions before we uh, let Tony go and thank him for his time? Uh, no, I won't. I won't, I won't go the coat hangers route <clears throat> and ask, like, favorite pitch in baseball. We, oh, yeah. we interviewed a band called the Coat Hangers. They're one of my favorite bands. Great band. And one of Chet's questions for them was, what's your favorite type of coat hanger? And I vowed that Chet would right. never talk to a even remotely famous person ever again. Uh. <laughs> but we had to break that because, because uh, fastball Tony Scalzo was on. But other than that, embargo on Chet talking to musicians. Yeah, I'll tell you what I hate. I hate these coat hangers that they have in hotels. <laughs> Thank you. Because they're stuck in the thing, and they have, and you can't use them for anything. They just don't want you to steal their stupid coat hangers. Like you're gonna steal a coat hanger. See, I guess we but could just do. I don't the... know what that's all about. Tony has a least favorite coat hanger. You have no idea how happy that answer just. Well, made that me. that would actually maybe <laughs> make it a little better with the coat hangers if we just ask everyone what their favorite type of coat hanger yeah. is going forward and, well everyone's favorite type of coat hanger is the band and then we get into their least type of least favorite coat hangers good um, recovery chat yeah i am digging myself Perfect. out of a hole um all right i'm gonna ask one last question i'm gonna let come to my brain and then i'm gonna let you go um if they're okay, okay. <laughs> i had nothing come to my brain um if there is one thing uh you want people to... Oh, I know what it is. This is the whole theme of the podcast. Uh, we're just talking about depression and anxiety in the arts. Like, Adam and I are both touring stand-up comics and, like, kind of debating, like, does your best material come from when you're happy or when you're in a dark place or does it not matter? Or is it almost good to feed your demons and get to a shitty place to write material? And I was just curious how mental health affects your songwriting, if at all. Um... It's uh, mainly, I don't know, you can probably relate to just really wanting to build a body of material. <laughs> it's actually just, you know, it's like that's the motivator for me. Um, I, I'm into music much more so than lyrics and, you know, lyrical content and meaning and whatnot. I really like the sort of, uh, you know, sitting, sitting if, a, if a part is... If like a melody is strong enough in my head, um, that may be just the thing that checks off, or that uh, sets off a, a songwriting thing. Um, so, you know, I, you know, uh, darkness and happiness and all that stuff. Uh, I really, I've written some pretty sad songs, but uh, I mean, for the most part, that's not. There's, you know, I can't nail it down to one kind of thing or what's better or what's more inspirational and i know that's kind of boring but i mean i want to try and just get um cool musical ideas across as opposed to uh a manifesto of sorts 
or any kind of message I might have. I don't really, I don't even think Bob Dylan really has a lot of messages other than just evoking uh, very esoteric ideas that come through in, in lyrics. But I think that, uh, you know, once they do come out and people attach meaning to them, I think that's really great because we never know what it's going to, what kind of effect it's going to have on the listener. Um, and then it's weird how it makes sense after the fact, you know, that people are affected by things, by songs. I have been resolved of so many questions I have about your songs, knowing that you don't put specific meaning. Because that's going to be like, oh, what is the sample from downtown you bring in Rampart Street? But I know you're just going to be like, those are just words. Enjoy the melody. Uh, well, I mean... If you know, you, if you live in L.A., right? Well, you live in Anaheim, but... Uh, no, I live in Los Rampart Angeles. Street. Where Rampart yeah, well, Street Rampart has a very Street, negative... Right off Colorado and, and Sunset. That's a big dope area. And I used to know a girl down there. She lives down there, and she don't live there anymore, but... <laughs> uh, so it know. was about a literal yeah. thing. It was about a memory. All right, this is... this is good. Yeah. Now I'm, now I'm going to go was. down to Rampart Street and try to relive your, your younger years. Go try and pick up some heroin. <laughs> this is the day Chet developed a drug problem. Um, all right, man. Well, thank you so much for your time. I look forward to seeing you guys at the end of June here, uh, both in L.A. Okay. and Anaheim, and uh, maybe sooner. We'll see if we get out on the road and catch some of your other dates. But uh, by the time this comes out, everyone can uh, get their new album, Step Into Light, at fastballtheband.com or in stores, and uh, I'm looking forward to, I got the vinyl through your Pledge Music campaign as well, coming in the mail soon, so uh, looking forward to putting the needle on that. Did you buy a turntable? Awesome. Though? I'm going to buy a turntable yeah. in time. <laughs> you might should. Yeah. It's a good sounding record. I've played the vinyl. It sounds great. Yeah. Um, you guys, hey, have a great day. Thanks a lot for hooking up with me, and um, we'll see you down the road a little bit. Of course, we'll be in touch, man. Thank be well, you. It was great. And uh, best of luck on the tour, and look forward to seeing not only you guys, but you with Everclear as well. All right. Thanks a lot. All right. See take you. care. And now back to Jeff talking about his dumb fuck who cares. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the other. That's another another thing that's supposed to be to be happening over on the subscription side that we haven't talked about much here, but uh, Jeff and Danger are supposed to fight. Yeah, we are. I'm still there. I'm still... Yeah, talk about played out and dragged out. Jesus. Well, Danger ran for political office. And you lost can't just... horribly. He didn't lose oh, horribly. Wow. He was actually very close. Oh. Wow, Well, Jet. he's going to lose horribly when it goes to Jeff. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've been getting in shape for it. I had three donuts today. Oh, nice. How many what? eggs did he have before that? I didn't have eggs. How many you eggs haven't eaten you eggs eat? today? No. Are you okay? I'm not. Raquel got up very early, and I did not want... We only have like two eggs in the in the fridge. You want to take some eggs with you? We got a lot of eggs. I, I got to. some eggs. I'm about to I leave town for that. a couple of days. We can have whatever's in my fridge. Uh, yeah. You want to go, go crash at Chet's? Me and you? Yeah. yeah. Go stay at Chet's place? Hashtag Jeff May at Chet's. I'm going to be up in San Francisco. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, let's have someone play a living room concert while yeah. chat's gone. Oh shit, that would be so funny. <laughs> that would. Um, I uh, no, I, w- I was driving. Uh, I was going to the old uh, the old Walmart today because I had to pick up some stuff, and uh, and I am trash, so I went there. Sure, Krispy Kreme had their little uh, their hot donuts light on, so I did a little. I'm pulling in. Very know, nice, as you do when they yeah. put that light on. 
And apparently, I was like, I just want to buy one of the hot ones. And he's like, oh, we just give them to you. And he like gave me one. Have you never been to Krispy Kreme? Well, yeah, but I wanted to pay for it. You know? No, they give no, you those. No, they give you. That's yeah. the whole point of going. And then you're like, but I, I want more. But they give everyone I, a free donut. I only wanted one donut. So they get. So I bought two. Why aren't there more homeless people hanging out Krispy Kreme? There are in my neighborhood. Really? Okay, go on. My I'm neighborhood sorry. has the bulletproof glass at the uh, Krispy Kreme. <laughs> Wow, we're still we're still trying to get that, but Danger had to not get concussed, right, for a while, yeah, and he now fell on his bike or whatever. And uh, well, we're, well, no, it was because of him running for office. He was running for office. No, but Check. he did get concussed. But that was before. like two years ago. Oh, that means I'm gonna have to punch him in the stomach a whole bunch. Yeah, yeah. Let's go what to are, the body. Work the body. How did that come about? And what are the criteria of this fight? Danger How said the... he wanted to fight me. Yeah, it was on one of the subscription shows, I do believe. He said he wanted to fight me, and I said, I'm never going to fight you. And, and he was being serious. And he was like, kind. He's like, I want to see how I do. He was very like, like I want to see how I do. And I'd say, no. Oh, it was on the MMA. It was on the po- the MMA podcast Versus that wrestling. you were on with Danger. <laughs> and then people were tweeting about you, it. You, Chet. <laughs> I don't recall. You I, don't remember the I MMA? Versus WWE fight cast. Yeah, but this, that's, I, I'm pretty sure it was established before then. That's where it originated? Probably. That's, that's where it yeah, started. It was, and okay. then I said I wouldn't do it. I oh, and then social and, media blew up afterwards and it became a thing. Then, well, what happened was it, I kind of had this idea that the only thing that I would, I would, the only way I would do it is if our fans raised $1,000 for charity and we gave um, certain charities. It was right around uh, Trump getting elected and i said let's donate to like the aclu and and planned parenthood and all these very sort of like in danger charities in danger <laughs> and uh, and the fans did it they, they, they knocked it out of the park uh and so they are they are owed yes they are owed this fight and they will get it they absolutely will get that it's just yeah we had to obviously it's delayed i never gave a time stamp on it by the way <laughs> Beat him up in an old folks' home someday. Could so, you do it 2020. with uh, like those novelty kids boxing gloves? And oh still, like, no, I've them. been trying to figure out ways to make it more even. Like let him use MMA gloves and me using boxing gloves, so I don't have the benefit of like thumbs or grappling. What if he used a gun? Like he gets to shoot you while you're charging at him. How many? Because you're going to disarm him, like bald bull. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's. I mean, he can't. He can't aim for the head. He's got to shoot you in a limb. Do you ever have like a getting shot fantasy? You ever have that where you were like, I no, get, you know, be like, no, you've never thought about that. I have not. Like heroically getting shot. You've never had that fantasy. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. I. I always thought that was like kind of one of those like dude fantasies that we all kind of are like. I think I'd like to get shot, like not in a maiming way, but like in a flesh wound kind of way. Huh. No. 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 Yeah. Not that, a thing. that doesn't sound. I've at imagined all many ways in which I could get injured or die, and taking a bullet has never been one of them. Wow, I don't. I don't even imagine that. I don't. I guess I don't think about it much. I should start thinking about how I'm going to die more. Yeah, fantasizing That's about all it. I think about. That's how the. It's like the secret. Yeah, you could you can Visualize. kind of dictate your own death. I want to die at a hundred and eight. <laughs> no, I don't. Nah, there's there's got to be a cutoff point where life is just like, ah, eh, why don't I die already? For wow. me, that would have hit 24. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, but if you're like 90 and your grandkids are wiping your ass, don't you think you'd rather just be dead at that point? No, because you get to put people out. Yeah. That's great. You get, you get people wiping your ass? If I got people wiping my ass now, I'd do it. 
Yeah, that'd be that'd be a lot of fun. I get Luke Gehrig's disease. <laughs> <laughs> hey. So uh, should we talk about Warhorse a little Warhorse. bit? Warhorse. Do you know anything about how Warhorse started? I know how it started. So Caitlin and I uh, were talking about that in the last uh, episode of this podcast, I think, depending on what order. And yes. you guys were telling me the history of how you were stuck at the Denver airport, and there was this We weren't really statue. stuck. We were just there. That's not the original uh, Warhorse, though. What was, not, oh. It was us talking about creepy places on an episode of the podcast. And oh, we were yeah. talking about the Denver airport because you were talking about the murals. And then we were talking more and more about it. And it, and it sort of came out about the terrifying horse statue. Yeah. And that's the, origina- that's the origin of War Horse. And then we saw War Horse when we were at the airport. War Horse. And, uh, and we actually uh, saw it for the first time last year with Portugal the Man on tour with them. Right. And then we saw it again uh, when we uh, played Denver, which we still haven't been paid for. Yes. Um, Shout out to Denver. They did not yeah. pay us for that we should, show. Like, I, we should shake him down, right? Probably. I, I think I might be Facebook friends with him. The problem is his email is in my cracked email, and I don't. Oh. But I can find him. Yeah. Or, putting mm. it out there, Murder we him? just go there. That yes, and then Jeff with, take a bullet for him. And we I, go there with Warhorse. I mean, he's waiting for us to land. Warhorse War collects Horse. all funds eventually. You don't have to pay the piper, but you all have to pay Warhorse. Chat, do you want to be on the next Warhorse special? Mm, only if I can make a fastball reference. <laughs> well, then you cannot be on the next Warhorse special. It'll be called Warhorse fights fastball. And uh, okay. Tom Ryman actually, I think, was the first person to do Warhorse voice. Was Warhorse he? Warhorse voice. I think he was. I don't, yeah, I don't I, remember. I think it might have been. If you listen to the podcast, I, I think um, it's one of those early episodes where it was, I think, me, you, Tom, and Alex. Yeah. Well, we were doing it standing in line Yeah. at the airport. Yeah. We were, it, it became a very, very consistent thing. Yeah. And how did the Christmas special come about? Everybody that, liked Warhorse. Everyone really liked Warhorse, and they wanted us to i think we kind of teased that we would do like a war horse radio play or something is that the first on pops radio play or was there i thought there was maybe one no that was the first one you i mean you've been talking about it since the advent of the podcast yeah and it still didn't come out exactly the way i wanted but it it, i like the way it came out i wrote it in a day we I, i i wrote it the day before i put the music together from all these like websites that do free music and it turned out so much better than I expected. Yeah, yeah. Recording it was really fun. We got through it relatively quickly too. Yeah, there, it, there was. It, yeah. it came out as it was written, pretty much. So we just had to write, read the lines three and four times each. Yeah, and is Change. it now a tradition? We, it, I mean, we have to do it for a second time. Sure, but you do plan on tradition. doing it this year. I mean, another Probably. War Horse Christmas special seems likely. I, I can, oh, I was going to say tread over like. Well, no, that's Redundant. how that's how that's how Christmas specials work. Like, I don't watch. I only watch one Charlie Brown Christmas special. You like, know? <laughs> yeah, but maybe Warhorse only comes out at Christmas. Oh, well, that might say Warhorse is out <laughs> all times. As long as there's fair in someone's heart, Warhorse is around. Warhorse is always looking for gifts, no matter the day. Yeah, I think uh, we we sort of the Monday show is very voice heavy. Yeah, we have a lot of fun. Going out on those rants. And it's really yeah, there have been the Monday show and Pretty Scary have yeah. been very prolific when it comes to voices. I cringe every time you do the finger me thing. 
It literally makes me cringe. Do you want to finger me? Do no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why it is, but like every time I hear it, I'm just like, mm. yeah. And I can hear Caitlin like recoiling the same way yeah. I am. If me and Carrie Martin are ever on a episode of this weekly podcast, you'll probably hear us say, finger me. And I barely know how that started. Yeah. We were but just it, on a podcast. Yeah. And, and then you guys started hand fucking. Just started saying finger me whenever. No. It's only hand if you use all the fingers. It's like a high five, kind of. Just, you know, finger me. And we just touch fingers like E.T. and Elliot. And yeah. Fist me. Mm. Oh, yeah. Fist me. No. Fist him. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Good Ooh. job. Happen. That was a hard fisting. Yeah. Well. Just listen to the other episodes. You know why I don't fist. Oh. Remember? Because that urology story. <laughs> Hashtag fistball at Chet's. Oh. So what other what other kind of there's lots of uh I mean I there's the whole like you get the whatever rookie <laughs> card. Uh do you guys remember Don West? Did you ever watch those? I used to watch those religiously like the the ba- selling baseball card sets and packs on on uh like basically like QVC or whatever like or the home shopping channel. Maybe. And there was always like the one guy on the phone who was like the boss and he was like, "Yeah, we got these really great you know, we got these sets, these 89 upper deck sets. And Don West, who now works for, runs, I think, but also works for a, a wrestling organization, would go out of his goddamn mind over all these baseball cards because he was trying to sell them. Were you ever buying baseball cards or you were just watching the Home Shopping Network? I never bought time? any of those, but I did listen. I did watch the. <laughs> How many hours show. of the Home Shopping Network did you watch a week as a kid? Oh, not really, unless there was a comic. You didn't book like episode. watching the Home Shopping Network? I always loved that I shit would, as a kid. Sometimes Only for like computers because I wanted a computer and then I got one and I stopped watching. Oh. The um the one there's one where he like swims in the cards. Like there's so many cards. He like <laughs> throws them all on the ground and starts swimming in them. It's so amazing. Thirty thousand cards, everybody. Like it's such a great, amazing voice. Yeah. To be excited about Ken Griffey Jr. rookie cards <laughs> and like Frank Thomas. Like it's insane. I mean, that is obviously an, worked. That's an episode of the Monday Show you can find. That's where Don West started on the Monday Show. It's an episode called the Ken Griffey Rookie Junior. Ken, Ken Griffey Junior. Rookie Card. And it's so, it's so, it was so good. I watched. They even did an SNL skit on it where Will Ferrell played him, and they were like, it was like a Star Wars episode, and they were like, "We're just sailing out of the Jawa ashtray," and, it's just, <laughs> and then I think they ended up like selling Mark Hamill. <laughs> like they like kidnapped Mark Hamill. Nice. And then they sold him to Harrison How Ford. Oh, uh, so the mid 90s, I guess. Yeah. Well, I think it was right around the time that the special edition. Chat, you've really checked one. out since we yeah. stopped talking fastball. Yeah, huh? yeah now I know I'm I just felt 96. I'm guessing 96, 97. No, well, for early, yeah, 96, 97. Yeah. So it was great. What do, you, what do you want to talk about before we What's close out? What's the history out, of the Cunt Dinger? The, the history of the Cunt Dinger? Yeah. It, uh, Is it well, Andy Letterman specific? I think pre- no, I think pretty much. I don't. I don't Early. know how Brett started I, I just, doing it. I think. Well, no, I asked him to oh, okay. put a cunt dinger on the soundboard, hmm. and he just did it one day. And we went a long time without having a soundboard, and now I just I bought a professional soundboard. It's totes profesh. A couple weeks ago, it's got it's great buttons that light up. At least one theme song on it. If it, that's on a different show, I have to program this for different shows. It shouldn't be that hard. Do you have different Chat. programs that you can switch to, or do you have to reprogram it every time? Well, no, I have it programmed now for this show. I know, but when you have to do, like, say you're doing one of his uh, shows, 
do you have to reprogram it or no there's already... nine different okay channels basically channels that i they're kits but it's hard to you can't just change the channel right now we already listened to the song that yeah. you want me to listen to it's more fun when you hit a button <laughs> I know you accuse me of narcissism, but this is textbook. I've never ac- accused you of narcissism. Oh, I thought you did. <laughs> no, never. I accused you just... a lot of a lot of things, but not Jed accuses himself of narcissism no. most of the time. Oh, okay. Only tied to fastball, really. Oh, I thought it was just because mm. of my face and shoulders. <laughs> I don't know. Only tied to fastball? You sure? We'll have, we'll have to play the clips. I need I need evidence before I rule on this. Adam, you know what I like to hear before we uh, wrap things up? From your perspective, the history of how both Jeff and I became a part of this lovely podcast network you've built. Well, you already told me at one point you just wanted to be on the podcast because you wanted to get an article on Cracked. So Fuck that. Still here. Wow. It's not the only reason. But I thought that was a good <laughs> end. I was brand new to town. Like, did you meet Adam when you were brand... How long have you been here, Jeff? I've been here for almost five years. Yeah. Four and, and a half been, years. I've been here four and a half. Me too. a little over four. I met Adam at the first Unpops live show. Yes. Which would have been when? 2012? 13. Early 2013, I think. Was it? Yeah. Yeah, because I moved here in February 2013, and wherever I did the show, I think that was... It wasn't the first one, but... Oh, yeah, it would have been two... Yeah, early 2013. We became friends, like, two days or three days before the show, because I wanted to go to the show, and it was sold out. Yeah, yeah, So I was like, hey, man, uh, I want to go to your show, but it's uh, sold out. Uh, Is there anything I could do? And he's just like, just show up. I put you on the list. So So I I made Jeff blow me. Yeah. So he yeah. could get into the show. And yeah. that's show up, blow up, they call it. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, uh, and then we've been friends ever since. But then when he decided to do um, a podcast, he hit me up and said, I, I want to turn unpopular opinion into a podcast. It's something I really want to do, and I want you to be a guest. So I was there uh, episode one. Yes. Right. I'm trying to recall if Jeff and I ever did a podcast together before it was in this apartment. Oh, I'm don't... sure you did. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. I think. I don't know. Back at a time when we were friends. Well, it's funny too because, like, <laughs> if you look at like the web of like where where you know like where all the hosts come in, like I'd known Caitlin from stand. I mean, it all comes back to stand up. It all really comes. Oh yeah, for like, sure. I knew Caitlin, so and I had done White Wine True Crime and told Adam you have to do this podcast. You'd really like it, and so that's how they got together. Right. Um, I met Vanessa at an unpopular opinion show. Uh, at a live show, yeah. Um, Quincy and I had been friends for for a long time. Danielle is uh, uh, Danielle's a Boston comic, so that's who am I forgetting? Uh, what other what other hosts am I forgetting that were all um, tied in? Yeah, I don't know. I met Danger one of the first times oh, I did Danger. the podcast, and afterwards we're like, oh, we both drive vibes. And then he's yeah. like, here's a CD of my band. I was like, holy shit. Did you smile it. when you said we both drive vibes? He said it. I think <laughs> I don't drive a vibe anymore. But then I'm like, oh, I'll put in this shitty CD and probably laugh at it. I'm like, oh, it's actually good. Yeah. This yeah. guy should get knocked out by Jeff one day, but it's good. Yeah. Yeah. Really I met good. I met Danger. I did one of the Nerd Rockers Ball shows, the first ones. Yeah. And that's where I met him. They actually played. So is that the one at Kamikaze? No, it was uh, at a bar somewhere downtown here. I forget the name of it. But wasn't it during Kamikaze? Because I remember. Mm, no, not the first. That. Not oh. the first one, I don't think. Uh,. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it was. I don't. I don't remember. But they played "Gang Fight," which is the the closing song to this podcast. And uh, I said, "Hey, I want to use that song for my podcast." And they hadn't recorded it yet, so they went in and recorded it, especially so we could use it. Wow! On this podcast, that that probably helped them out a lot too. Yeah, probably a little. 
But yeah, that's how exposure. That first episode. That's how I met Danger. Yeah, Vanessa used to just she came to all the Unpop shows. Yeah, so that's how I met. I met her and and uh, and the estranged. Yeah, I remember. I I went to uh, her first time doing stand up. Yeah, at uh, Westside Comedy Theater. Yeah, it's all. I mean, the web is really tight with the hosts. Like, it's not a lot of people. You know, we didn't just fall into each other. I mean, it's all been like, this is a person who's been a friend for a long time before right. I ever really uh, came in. Yeah, that's what made setting the network up so easy. Yeah, I already yeah. knew so many talented people that yeah. I knew I had enough chemistry with it. I could just be in a room and talk. But it's not not like that's just what we do on the subscription side. Yeah, it's, but... We have a lot of good shows. It's also interesting because the chemistry really grows. Because like what we found out probably after a year or so that the name of the person who's on isn't as big of a deal no. as people think it is. Yeah, it, like, it it doesn't. It's it's a lot more important how the people in the room yeah, get along. A brilliant episode but starring a comic that nobody really knows that's relatively unheard of is way better than having somebody who's been on a TV show. And yeah, just be yeah like, that model more so works for people that have a like an individual podcast and no one's listening to it. And they're like, oh, if I get this person, maybe eight people yeah. will listen to me. But yeah. you guys have, yeah. have built an audience over time. So, um, yeah. Well, yeah, but I mean, because we, you know, you, I've some of the episodes where people are like very well known or are, they're kind of like a lot of people like sleep through it almost. Yeah. And then people that are like, you know, have 500 Twitter followers are some of the funniest, best people I've ever heard. It's really interesting. It's really shown me a different sort of uh, viewpoint on what it means to be good at comedy, and 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 this. Well, there's a, yeah. a big difference between being Pot- good at comedy and figuring out how to navigate show yeah. business, and, and a lot of people don't make that connection. Right. There are a lot right, of people right. that are great at comedy that have shit careers. There are a lot of people that have from the outside pretty good careers who yeah. don't have much depth in comedy. That always blows my mind too. Whenever I see. Somebody that I'm like, how is this person not insanely famous? Like, there are comics that I, I regularly wonder. Like, and sometimes I get they're like, why about. can't they be seen? Why aren't they seen more? Why isn't somebody backing them? But then other times you get to know them, they're like, oh, they're really funny. But they're also like, so in their own fucking way that there's yeah. no way they could handle success. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's weird. It's, We've had some of both come through. <laughs> this podcast. There have been some. But, th- but there have been a lot of like, really, really. I like, I like. Doing like with Mo Mandel that episode. Mo Mandel the Midwest. Yeah, great. Mo Mandel is amazing. I listen to old episodes a lot. The Um, uh, they're always so good. The network's grown. Yeah, uh, it's getting. If anyone listening isn't a subscriber, you should go check it out. We have a lot of fun things going on over there, and we switched to Patreon. Yeah, which I probably mentioned in a recorded thing at the beginning of this episode. What's the URL for that? Unpops.com or Patreon.com/slash/unpops. Jeff was pointing at the Iron Giant. I forgot, I forgot we totally didn't talk about the Iron Giant. Yeah, uh, the, the Iron Giant. If you listen to this show, though, you're pretty you familiar know. with the Iron Giant. Because this is the show where we Iron Giant people we pretty routinely. We haven't Iron Gianted people in a long time. Should we Iron should, Giant by someone? By the end of the episode, let's figure it out. Well, we're getting close to the end of the episode, yeah. Chet. We've got to do comments here pretty yeah. soon. Yeah, that's a running bit that no one knows where it came from. Chet refuses to say goodbye. Whenever. Oh, that... That bit? You want to talk about that? <laughs> no, we just well, did. We just that's did. You not don't a say bit. goodbye. That's just I, I have abandonment <laughs> issues and don't like leaving or being left. Totally understandable. Should we Iron Giant someone? We should. I'm wondering who. 
Is there like an Iron can... Giant classic? Re Iron Giant somebody that that hasn't gotten it in a while. Who well, that one guy that replied to, to every new. single fucking Well, that thing. that was Mike Faverman, and I think he's suspended from Twitter now. <laughs> right? Which, right? That's that's fantastic. That is really good. Is there? He seems like somebody like. Is there a politician? Is there somebody that we could? I wonder if there are people that uh, see if they're too big though. They have filters on their on their mentions. Yeah, right? maybe do Jay Moore again because last time he just replied to one person and said, "What the fuck?" Yeah, Jay Moore. Let's yeah, let's just every couple months, Iron Giant Jay Moore, just That's fine. I'm fine a with nagging yeah. thing in the back of his head. Why every few months do people start? Don't you goddamn dare tag us in it. No tagging. You can you can like take a screenshot of the yeah. tweet and tweet that at us, but don't tag Jay Moore. Don't just. I think you mean don't tag Jeff or you. You can tag Jay Moore. Oh, don't oh, tag Jay Moore in the screenshot. In the screenshot you yeah. send us. Yeah. Don't tag us when you ask Jay Moore if you can borrow his copy of the Iron Giant. Yeah, keep fastball chats completely out of this. Yes. Yeah. Nothing that would trace back to us, but yeah, Let's do it. Just. Let's Iron Fine. Giant uh, Jay Moore again. Watch him start doing a, a bit about the Iron Giant. <laughs> <laughs> probably. He'll probably start doing that on his podcast. Yeah. The Iron Giant people. Son of a bitch. And that, the history of the Jay Moore issues are come from him stealing a bit of yours or claiming that you stole his Purchasing bit? a bit of his I did from a, somebody else? I did a joke, my mannequin joke, that I do at shows all the time. And... Uh, I did it for the first time at an open mic at Westside Comedy Theater in Santa Monica. I did it on a Saturday, and I had just written the joke that day because I had heard something said on a true crime show, and it gave me a thought, and I just like put together this bit and went to this open mic to do it. And I actually, luckily, went with Vanessa Gritton, just like uh, totally at random. I was just like, hey, let's uh, hit this open mic. And she, the following Wednesday, messaged me and said, I heard your mannequin joke on, it was either K-Rock or KCRW. And I was like, oh, that sucks. I, I really like that joke. I wanted to maybe keep doing it. It sucks that someone had the same premise. And she was like, no, it's your joke verbatim. And it, it was. I, I went and listened to it. I downloaded, I have it downloaded somewhere. That episode is probably still on their website where you can hear Jay Moore tell my mannequin joke fucking verbatim and this was three days after i wrote it hmm. but you believe he didn't lift it directly from you but somebody sold it to him somebody there's no way he him. lifted it directly from yeah. me because he wasn't at that open mic there were 12 people at that open mic but i don't i actually don't think it was anyone at the open mic either i think it happened at work later oh. somewhere else somewhere else yeah justice I, I don't remember i remember after i did the joke i came off stage and ryan Ryan O'Flanagan yes. was hosting, and uh, he looks at me and goes, I guess some of us are going home still unsure about our jokes. It's like, what the fuck does that mean? Wait, what? Really? Yeah. <laughs> That's weird. He's usually great. He's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. I don't know if he was saying more people should have laughed because it was a great joke or what, but it's fine. He might. Yeah, that sounds about right. That sounds about right. Yeah. I don't think he's not a shit talker. No, no. Yeah, it was... Uh, I just booked him on a mint on card. I just sent him the message like three days ago. He's in a Taco Bell commercial also. Yeah, he's really funny. Yeah. So, yeah, that's how the, the Jay Moore thing started. And I, I tweeted at him back when it happened, and he didn't reply. And then a couple months back, someone tweeted at him about it, and he blew up because he must have forgot. Yeah, I remember that. And 
It's fine. I'm not going to stop doing the fucking joke now. Fuck him. Fuck him. You should just set it up with, this is a joke that Jay Moore stole from me. Yeah, that actually <laughs> would be really funny. It would, yeah. I'll do that when I do it in New York. That's probably where he does my joke the most. And then if the joke doesn't hit, be like, yeah, Jay Moore just stole a joke that didn't even work. Oh, it'll work. It's a great joke. It's a good joke. really yeah. like it. Should we get to comments? Let's get to comments. You know, it's a big world out there. Sure is. It's easy to feel like the things you say don't even matter. They don't. But I want you to know that's not true. We call this segment Your Voice Matters, where we read your stupid goddamn comments from the past few episodes. Oh, this is all new to me. And I respond to the them comments. personally. You could have waited for that. Have you not gone on Patreon chat? I haven't. I still have the ConnectPal account. I got to switch over. What? Have you not listened to any of the stuff? I listened to the entire update episode. I just... <laughs> what? Yeah. What is I wrong with switched... you? Oh, you said by the end of May, right? Well, we're not posting anything to ConnectPal. Sure, but there's a bunch of screens. I've listened to this episode of to... you. But everything that so, well, we this uploaded... one's out for free on SoundCloud. So are you just keeping ConnectPal because of the comments? Yeah, I got to go pull some stuff out there for the History of Fastball Chet's book that I'm working on. And... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> We gave you your 45 minutes at the beginning of this podcast to talk about fastball. <laughs> oh, my so, God. I will switch over uh, later this month. Do it right now. If I do it, I go put down $1,000 and name this. But why would you wait till later this month? Studio. It's not going to impact your Connect Pal thing. I've been very overwhelmed. How hard is it to sign up for a thing? <laughs> Chet I, doesn't want to talk to you people. Wow. I'm go- I said I'm going to. You know why? Uh, wow. This is the thing he said I know Jeff today. and Raquel signed up. He yeah. said, uh, "Is one account or he, two? He said, "I don't. They are one. We are one account. We listen to it together with earbuds one in each ear." <laughs> no, we have a speaker that Adam got me for my birthday. Oh, well, that's nice. How about that? Adam's a good person. Well, don't push come, it. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you show you showed up. Is this all the comments? Because it says twenty of twenty five of the. I, I first uh, it's acting up, so we're just gonna have right. to go with this this. Uh, Selection right. of twenty of the twenty five. Or is it working now? I'll, I'll say this though. Ethan yeah. Putnam says Unpops Network always the best way to start my day. Thanks again, Adam. Hey, you're welcome, Ethan. You're welcome, Ethan. And also there's other people. Uh like the rest of us. Well, yeah, but No, but I get it. But he can't thank everyone. You could, Ethan. You could. Why are you being that way? I'm not being away. I, I don't mind not Why thinking... are you being that way? <laughs> I don't mind not thinking everyone, but something that I've noticed, and I know you're going to hate I'm mentioning fastball, but sometimes people will say things about the pa- podcast. Like yesterday, somebody said, like, Perry, uh, Carrie's the best person on Whiskast ever. Sorry, fastball at Chet's. It's like, you didn't need that end part. Why do you have to, <laughs> why do you have, to have that on? Just Carrie's great is good enough. I, I agree. I don't yeah, like if you want to lie in a comment. I don't like the competition amongst the hosts. It, uh, the, oh. Ka- the Caitlin and Chet dynamic was fantastic, and Joel Clark says so. He says, Caitlin and Chet dynamic is awesome. Can we start another podcast with them as regular hosts? That's like one of those weird superhero team-ups. Yeah. Where like they don't... It was like, uh, it's Marvel team-up, Spider-Man, and Saturday Night Live. And you're like, what? <laughs> it's a weird book to have. It was a weird mix. It's like that's you a, wouldn't expect it. That's a thing that happens, though, whenever there's a good... Because we have so many podcasts now... Yeah. Whenever there's a good moment, people are like, hey, can you turn that into an entire podcast yeah. for us? No, we don't have the time for that. <laughs> we do have some new podcasts coming up soon. Jeff is uh, 
We have to decide which one you're yeah. going to do. You can't do them all. Yeah. I'll there, let you decide. There's, there's a push. What are the options? I'll weigh in. Uh, history. There's one that's nerds, like history. Because you're a history teacher. It might just be like a nerd all all encompassing. Like it might be yeah. whatever I choose. But it might be either like a very nerdy podcast or a very, you know, like a history themed, like a lesson. I was actually thinking about taking my old textbook that I used to use to teach with and like to do the lesson, but to do it as an adult in a comedy way. Yeah. Plus, so like we're going to learn about now Masada more than ever. Today. People <laughs> need to be reminded of actual history, given you got Trump out there being yeah, like those, whatever. Those crazy. books are so antiseptic and yeah. fucking. Oh my god, I was doing a bit about it not too long, not too long ago. But like one of the main characters we first learned about in my first lesson was about the Byzantine Empire was Empress Theodora, who was a prostitute. Like that's what yeah, she yeah. was before she became an empress, and they you weren't allowed to say that. And so, like books are always like she was an actress or a dancer, and then I'd be same like, same difference. No, it is very much not. <laughs> no, no, not the same thing. You don't know the same dancers I do then. Wow, wow, chat. But yeah, we do have other. I'm me and uh, Connor McSpadden are going to do a conspiracy theory podcast in the in the very near There's future and i might start doing a documentary podcast jesus yeah. i know oh plus we're gonna produce a documentary yeah. but also we're gonna you guys uh we're also gonna tour again start giving more money so we <laughs> so we can afford chef to has make all well no eggs. it's not give us money it's sign up for sign like up for the Patreon. We, we're yeah. doing there's a lot that's of what i meant I, yeah. that's what i meant. good happening over there is. on the subscription side if you're of signed things. up great but if you have friends that are like, Ugh, I hate my job. It's hard to get through the day. Perhaps recommend, hey, give this a shot. We're great. Yeah. We're, we're great. We're pretty great. Hey, we're great. Let's see. Joel Clark, who we haven't even announced this yet, but uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure. No, I shouldn't say it now, but I'm pretty sure he won the cassette Walkman. And, uh, oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, well, congratulations. But uh, Joel Clark says, oh, no, we just read that. I, literally, I was no, wondering, how far, I was wondering how far you were going to get into that before Check you read Oh, it. this one is, this comment oh, is very fitting. Here we go. Clarence says, I just wish Chet and Jeff could be friends again. We were friends before this podcast. It's it like when your two favorite uncles fall out, so you can't have them both around for dinner, and then one day you get forced to choose which uncle and... As doesn't hate Bob Dylan, it makes that choice a fraction easier. I, I I think they I think he was siding with Jeff. I yeah, that's okay. And, if that's the cost, I'm not going to change my. And then Gorlax came in and said, "Easy choice, Sass bitch always wins." Are you familiar with Sass bitch? No. Do it. That's because you're fucking gross. <laughs> I am a Sasquatch, and you're stupid. I don't like your stupid glasses. Oh, Jeff is. I said Jeff. <laughs> oh, that's the name of this duo, Jeff. But look at this response to, to that initial comment, Old Firebones. Uh, oh, he says, it seems obvious to me that it's all put on as a joke. Nah. But if you need further convincing, consider this. Think about what an amazing mimic Jeff is. He never fails to impress me, with one exception. His Chet is crap. Actually, I think it's quite good. I'm sure he could do a spot-on impression of Chet, but he chooses not to because it would be hurtful. Well, Boy, I feel like this is hurtful. Boy, is someone overthinking this, this podcast. This is hurtful. <laughs> Why is he doing this? Phil Collins. If, if, this, if the non-accurate one is this, God knows what the real one, if the real one's hurtful. Holy shit. Holy moly. <laughs> it's not banned. Not going to cave. It's a fake owl. Not going to do an impression of Jeff. Fastball. Nope. Nope. Do it, chat. No. Make fun of Jeff. Nah. Taking the high road. 
I, I, I run this podcast network. I demand it. You don't, you don't get to take the high road. <laughs> there is no high road Here I am you. over here, Jeff, on the high road. You've already high been. High five me. High road, yeah. You are in a tunnel. There's no road to go high on a here. A tunnel up in heaven on the high road. Uh, Terry Goss, this will make Jeff happy. It is totally possible and more likely even that ghosts exist without God. Ghosts are just energies existing in a state, uh. plane, universe that we have trouble experiencing or seeing. Just because we can't directly experience something or lack the capacity on a level we experience things we can perceive clearly doesn't mean it doesn't exist or isn't a thing. We can't naturally detect the infrared light spectrum, but it totally exists. That is such... Terry Goss said that to that, you, Jeff. That explanation of ghosts is so <laughs> lazy. Ugh. Well, then like... God exists, too, then. Whenever you can't see it. If Travis Wolf could please update the TV Tropes page to add ghosts as Jeff's berserker button. It's oh, not a berserker button. But <laughs> That's <it's> just... <laughs> one of my favorite things. That's recent history of the podcast, but that is phenomenal. Yeah, tvtropes.com uh, slash unpopular opinion, is it? It's, it's either like unpopular that. opinion or That guy or fucking unpopular. nailed me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah he did. <laughs> Travis fuck chat. <laughs> Wolf <That's> not... style. <laughs> uh uh, let's see. Yeah, Tommy Light said a nice Tommy thing. Light says, damn, the chemistry between Caitlin and Chet is amazing. Surprised we haven't seen this before. Hope we see it again. Nah. What would be like, what do you think would be the biggest dumpster fire of a host combination? Like if you were to put two hosts where you're just like, oh man, like they're great individually or with other people, but when you put them together, it would be a nightmare. Probably Carrie Martin and Chet. You think Carrie and Chet? Did yeah. you read ahead in the comments? What about Carrie and Danger? Look at Jeremy. Because what? Uh, I, oh, I, I think Carrie thought. and Chet would be just as fantastic on a podcast with each other. What about Samir and Carrie? Yeah, oh, yeah, that would be that would be interesting. There's hmm. there's a lot of options. Would be a, yeah, like people that are really great on their own or, or with a certain group. What about like uh, Raquel and Quincy? That I've never done weird, a podcast right? with yeah. Raquel either. She doesn't know who you are. She doesn't like you. Actually. She said some not nice things. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what? I don't know. We'll get you on a podcast with Raquel. Nah, so. that's that's uh, okay. Jeff and I have enough problems. I don't need that triangulating things. Kevlar proof says best cut off in years. Yeah, because remember when I cut you off on the last podcast? <laughs> it was hurtful. <laughs> uh, Kjet says Jeff aside. Jeff aside. We got the air horn back. Nice. Yeah. Remember that time we heard the careless whisper on an air horn for the first time? <laughs> and it was the greatest experience. Yeah, ever. yeah. Uh, it's so funny. It's still funny. Yeah, it That's is. Really good. It's really great. We should uh should we get out of here? Yeah. What we've a been, ridiculous. We've been recording for a while. What are we at? We're at an hour and twelve minutes, Chet. Well, after it's all edited down, it's gonna be like thirty eight, so we're good. Forty five minutes of fastball chats on the outtakes. <laughs> there was one outtakes episode, I think it was two episodes ago. It was just me for forty minutes yeah. pretty much. A lot of me skipping. Oh ahead yeah, there's one up. there's one there was one that I had so much shit to do and i had to get it up in a certain amount of time i was like from here to here is just going in the clip show <laughs> and whatever the fuck it is people are gonna get the gist That's i think fine. it was what's your problem yeah it was just it was, what's your problem what's your problem <laughs> and then it went into uh least anticipated then back to what's your problem like oh man but that happens sometimes it, yeah. it i think it also has to do with the recording schedule because there's yeah. It's usually either a lot of you or a lot of Jeff and, and Raquel. Yeah, like yeah. you and I will record sometimes four episodes and also, a week. And then it's... you two and 
Caitlin and Carrie are the ones that when you walk in the room, I just start recording and we usually talk usually, for like 10 yeah. minutes and then I start yeah. the podcast. There's a there's a whole there's uh, a whole science to it. You honestly, be, the outtakes might be my favorite podcast on on the network. I do it's, enjoy it's the a outtakes, fun one. Yeah. yeah. If you subscribe, you can hear the outtakes was the last too, one? everybody. Was the Clippy show or something like that? The yeah. One? I like the Clippy character. That was really funny. <laughs> it was a fun little. Did you hear that one? Uh, I didn't listen to that yet. I listened to the one from two ago. I, didn't I thought you were one. a company guy, but you I'm are going really through bad. a lot of shit right now. I'm yeah, trying yeah. to not let it bleed Certainly on the podcast. Not podcasts. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I'm not, I don't have anything I'm carrying around with me. It's a very chat heavy week. <laughs> Four episodes in a row on the network with me right now. I don't know how that happened. Yeah, you're on Take a Walk this week. Yeah, it's Outtakes Take a Walk. The regular, the regular podcast on popular <laughs> opinion. Which I refuse to ever remember. <laughs> and then uh, least anticipated. Yeah. Wow. Pretty crazy. Get a list cast so you can get a, a full house, we call that. Yeah. If what's your problem with this week, that maybe work. I don't oh, know what that is. All right. We should uh, have you ever listened to What's Your Problem? Have you really not listened to it? I have listened to every show. Oh no shit. Not every single show, but I've listened to episodes of okay. every show. Yeah, you know why? Because Jeff Cause I, cares. Because I care. got time. Yeah. That's <laughs> it. Wow. Wow. I'm I think in the near future I'm going to have a lot of time on my hands, so I'll I'll be doing some catch up. I'm taking it. I have to edit that out. No, you can leave that in. Because that happened last time. Nah, I was vague in this. Sounds oh. like uh, someone's about to shoot up the workplace. <laughs> no, fucking <laughs> Jeff. Leave uh, that in, too? Can I get fine? podcast in prison? Uh, uh, <laughs> I grew up in a two-prison town. Wow. One traffic light, two prisons. One horse, though. All right. Next to a cattle farm. Let's, uh, let's get out of here. Do we have anything to plug the Patreon? Obviously, yeah. If you're uh, if you're listening to this, sign up for five dollars a month. You get all of our podcasts completely ad free. Or I, uh, starting next week, will be writing a new column every week, just like I used to do when I was working on the internets. And if you donate a dollar a month, you can read all of those. What? How exciting what? is that? So uh, what? I don't know with this episode, I don't know what that column's going to be about, but uh, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Meow. Looking forward to it. Yeah. What about you? You got anything to plug? You first. Oh, and also unpops.podcast on Instagram. Yeah. At unpops on Twitter. Okay. Uh, you go, Jeff. Uh, Mint on card, May 12th, that blast from the past. Got a, uh, a, fantastic, uh, a fantastic lineup, including an unprecedented third drop-in that we just scheduled. I'll give you a hint. Dave Waite is going to be dropping in. I don't get Who is it? It's, uh, um, it's, um, it's Dave Waite. Why is that unprecedented? I've dropped I, don't in let, I don't let three people three drop in. I only Despite, do oh, I see. Go back to the history uh, back in January and February when Jeff and I were on podcast and asked if I could do spots. And he's like, yeah, I got to. I, I only do two. I only it's a no, but now Dave, we'll, we'll drop Dave in for a third. Sure, yeah, I, he does uh, the podcast once. Every I two did months. not. Uh, I did not book this drop in. It was a thing that happened. I was like, I will let that happen. Oh, I see. So it was good. We're really excited about the show on May twelfth. Uh, like really great lineup. We also have a special edition mint on card on May twenty seventh at Strategicon, which is uh, I believe at the LAX Hilton. It's a gaming convention that we got asked to do. How dope is that? Okay, chat. I got nothing going on May 12th, May 14th, and May 26th. So if anything opens up, Jeff, you can 27th. <laughs> I got nothing <laughs> going on the 26th either. Uh, you know the drill. Just 
Don't don't die on me. Keep supporting the the Twitter campaign. What the fuck? That's the that's the <laughs> that's, that's the push. Like, don't die don't on me. Die on, a, don't I, you die I on got me? Nothing left of me. My neurons have all fired off. Your, I got your war buddy. Uh, like, <laughs> yeah, it is. Just, uh, if you've been just, following my Instagram, my pumpkin finally died in my backyard. So this is all I have it left. Died in November. <laughs> yeah, it died no, a long it's time been, ago. It had a good six it's months. It's been rotting no, since then. It was doing well until I tipped over and realized it was rotting underneath, and then. Air got exposed what did you think was thing. happening to it? I thought it was just holding up well. No. It was not. No, not at all. Just... Oh, now the cats have something to eat. Oh, my God. A monster. A real monster. What? Do you not like pumpkin? Pumpkin pie, one of my favorites. All right. It's time to say goodbye. Why would we? No. Have you learned nothing in the history of this podcast? Chat, say goodbye. Fuck you. Jeff, say goodbye. You got some shit wild rookie card, everybody. So... Hurtful. Why would you end on that note? That's such bad energy to the universe. You said fuck you. We're trying you, to build a successful podcast network, and Jeff's just tearing it down from the inside. Goodbye, everybody. We Don't love you. Punch danger already. I'm just vandalizing the walls. Promises. I'm not tearing anything down. This is unnecessary, and I don't understand why. Why do you even allow this, Adam? <laughs>